What happens is Rabboisai Gershon mutes everybody and he decides to mute me as well. So it's a, it's a game we play every single day. So good morning everybody. I am in Chicago in case you didn't hear or didn't read my lips. I'm in my house and I'll tell you a more the story but first uh, today's share is sponsored Lili Nishmas Imi Rusbas Mordechai and we have a simcha today one of the B'nai Mishpacha from Miami, Mr. Benchi Trit. Dear MDY team, I would like to sponsor today's daf in honor of the wedding of my son, Jacob Benchi Trit. It's right up there. I don't know if you, yeah, you could see it. Of Miami, Florida, is getting married to Lishab Goldsmith of Hollywood, Florida. Tonight, Rosh Chodesh Cheshven. It's always great to get married in Rosh Chodesh. May the Simcha be the catalyst for many Shiduchim and Chasanas and the Schos of all the members of MDY and Klai Yisrael. Sincerely, Michael Benchitrit and family, Miami, Florida, beautiful. It's like now that we had to see him and we saw the video from Michael, we know what he looks like, we know who he is. All right. Sponsored by Daron Kornbluth. By the way, we have to all give a tremendous Akrasatayv to Daron for watching the Kelev Ra. Kelev Toiv, if there's such a thing. Without him, we wouldn't be able to go on this trip. Uh, rumor has it he's not giving the dog back anytime soon. For the refuah for the refu- shlema of my father, Uri ben Sara, Uri should have a refuah shlema right there. On the yard side of our mother and grandmother, Lili Nishmas, Yoyelas Bas Avram Chano, Alea Shalom. She's Nifter, Shabbos Kodesh, Aleph Mar Cheshven, Aliza, and Avi Sherman and family. Again, one of the Mishpacha, Avi Sherman is the one who sent me an email. He said, you forgot. I already forgot who it is. But he also pointed out that I didn't uh, show a picture of Ben Schwartz. He sent me a picture when I was showing the ones in Farakway. So here's Ben Schwartz. In case you don't know what he looks like, he still won't figure it out. Okay, so Rabbi Isai, here's the story. It's a story to remember. I'll have something to say over for many years to come. I'm pretty uh, careful when it comes to COVID. And in, uh, in Lincolnwood, where I used to live, that's right off of Chicago, the shul that I dive in, they have two minyanim. One for the people that don't care about masks and that sort of thing, or they care about masks, but they don't care to dive it inside, so they dive in inside. Then they have the... the you know, the, the scaredy cats, they dive in outside in the tent, so they make a tent for them. I'm a scaredy, scaredy cat, so I don't dive in a tent. Even I am Kipper, I didn't dive in a tent, I dive in 10 feet beyond the tent. But this particular time, I was diving in Shabbos, 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 I'm diving 40 feet away from the tent, all the way by the gate. So somebody that watches the shear every single day, he comes over to me, and he says, you know, Ellie, you can't be here because uh, you were in New York. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah, funny, yeah. Okay, so I saw that he was a little confused by my fake laugh, and he walked away. A minute later, the Rav, I see him marching towards me, like, <laughs> he's like, Ellie, I'm so sorry, but you gotta leave. He kicked me out of shul. I'm like, I'm not in your shul. I'm 40 feet out of a tent outdoors. No, so I, I told him that I could stand five feet away from you guys, and I'm in the alley, it's public space, you can't kick me out. Sorry, those are the rules. So me and my son, we were kicked out. We didn't have a minion. So that was pretty much the end of that story. Although that's not the end of the story. Because 
I was in a meeting and somebody came to me and says, you were in that meeting and I think I might have tested positive for COVID. Like, are you kidding? So I took him today, we went, he showed me the results, it says, I forgot what it says, abnormal. It didn't say you're positive, it says abnormal. So it's pretty much that he's positive. So we went for a test quickly, two tests, the rapid and the regular, and I got the rapid and we both came out negative. So hopefully it's a false positive. He doesn't have any symptoms whatsoever. So, therefore, i got to be careful. I'm not coming back to Israel tomorrow. Um, although I didn't want to come back anyway. <laughs> it's a good excuse. But, um, yeah, so that's, that's where we're holding right now. So I had to push off my trip by a week. I don't even know if that's legally okay, but we'll see. If he comes out positive, positive, I mean negative, negative, and I come out negative, so then it's a false positive, and I could go next week. Otherwise, I don't know what the law is. I might have to stay here for 14 days. Who knows? All right. Weiter. This is from Yoel Weil. Rebelli, how gewaldig is your sheer? Question mark. On a large screen, even more so, over 40 years after graduating from Yeshiva, I finally decided that I had to learn Shas at least once. I took out the Talmud Bavli from my parents. My parents bought me 30 years ago, dusted it off, and started the Daf Yomi cycle. Then I found the Yishmak Shir. Thank you for bringing the Daf to so many and helping keep me on track each and every day. Yoel Weil. Although this is not a picture of y'all, but it's a picture of me, so what the, uh, whatever. It's better to have pictures of you, yourself. I know what I look like. Beseder, Yishkoyach, one last one from Yishai Friedman. Thank you for having this HaKadosh and all your hard work and preparing your shiurim. The 8 Minute Daf videos are really great. Way to Chazer and are much appreciated. Hmm. Maybe he's watching last year's videos. Is there a transcript available of these videos that one can read and review throughout the day? Thank you. Now, nah, I mean, the, 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 the eight minute is more of a visual than an audio beseder. So that's this. Today is daf ayin aleph. Agut chodesh. It's a 70 daf in Tehirvan. 70 daf. So here we go. We are holding on the bottom of daf ayin omit beis by Toshma. So, Rava Esrav Nachman. Can a Yorish, somebody inherits a Chatzar on Shabbos, and they can't use the Chatzar, there's no Erev, can the Yorish, since it's his today, could he be Mavatel's Rishos, could he give it up, could he be Mavkirit, let the other guys use his Chatzar, and therefore they could carry in the Chatzar. Rav Nachman said it's okay, because the Yorish has the same Allah as his father, and just like his father could have done so, he could also. Ask the Gemara Kasha, two lines from the bottom, Toshma. Yisrael ve'ger she'shruyim b'megura achas. There's a Jew and a ger who doesn't have an, anybody to be Yerushim, doesn't have children. They live in the same place. B'megura achas. Goyren, says Rashi. It's where they do the grain. Each one has a little room there. And they didn't make an Eruv. Umeiz ger me'ba'odyayim. And the ger dies right before Shabbos. Top of Ayin Aleph Omid Aleph. Af Pisha Hechzik Yisrael Echod Ben Chosav Oyser. Even if a Jew grabs, any Jew could grab his property. So even if a Jew grabs the property, he makes a line that makes no sense. Why? Because if there's only a Ger and a Jew, and the Ger dies, then there's only one Jew. One Jew one person could carry in his chatzar. What is the problem? There's no problem. So it should say, 
If, not FLP, not even if. Even is not the right word. Only if, not even if. Rabbi Isai, tremendous simcha. I see Rabbi Yeshua David, Shui Davis from Chicago. Unbelievable simcha. Okay, Shkoyach Shui. Somebody, seriously, uh, you have to monitor that YouTube. I have no idea what's going on. If you see something wrong, let me know. So, going to ask in a second what's going on. If the ger dies once it becomes Shabbos, again, a line that makes no sense. Even if another Jew did not chap it, even. There was an Erev. Let's do this together. There was an Erev between the Ger and the Jew. And Shabbos came in. What's the halacha if there's an Erev as Shabbos comes in? And then somebody goes bye-bye or whatever? It's a great Erev because if we, we learned, if there's an Erev for a little bit, then it's an Erev for Shabbos. So what does it mean? Afalp, even shaloi hirzik Yisrael acher. Nobody else grabbed it. Ain't no yos. It's not us. Of course. Says Gemara Hagufa Kasha. How do we explain this whole brisa? And we, by the time we're done explaining the brisa, we're going to have a kasha here based on the first part of the brisa. Hagufa Kasha. Amis mibaoid yom afalp shehirzik. Amis mibaoid yom afalp shehirzik v'loy mibaoid kiloy hirzik. What happened? The first case. You have a guy, a ger, and a Jew that did not make an Eruv. So they didn't make an Eruv, it's terrible. So now, Afalpi means even if somebody grabbed it, and what happens if somebody didn't grab it? Shouldn't that be good? You're saying even if somebody grabbed it, meaning if somebody did not grab it and it stayed as is, it's certainly not good. If nobody grabbed the gers nechassim, so one Jew remains the owner of this chatzar, so you're allowed to walk in your backyard on Shabbos. The only problem is if you have a shutaf here without an Eruv. But the, the shutaf died. So what's the problem? Adarabba, ki lo if nobody else grabbed it, lo yosar, it's not awesome. Omer HaPapa, so Papa says, you have to explain the bray, so eima afapish lo yirzik. Vafapish yirzik, Tani. So Papa says, the top word of the Ahmed, Afapi Shehechzik, you have to stick in a word loy. Afapi Shehechzik. But that's impossible. You can't just put in a word that reverses the whole meaning. It says the Gemara, no, what Rapapa meant to say is, no, Afapi Shehechzik Mibaid Yoim. So the Afapi is going on the guy that chopped the, 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 the property, he didn't grab it before Shabbos. So, Rabbi Isai, this is very interesting. What happened? The ger died. And now, there's a sole owner of the chatzar called a Jew. And Shabbos comes in. So we learned, whatever, as Shabbos comes in, whatever the halacha is, it should remain like that. So the Jew is allowed to carry there. So we have a tremendous chiddush. L'chayra, the Jew should be able to carry the whole Shabbos. But Jew number two, Shimon, comes along and grabs the Geriz Nechassim. He becomes the Balabas. And the Chiddush is, he ruins it for the first Jew, for Ruven. Why? But Shabbos came in, and Shabbos, he, he was allowed to carry in the Chatzar. So what made it Aser? The answer is, 
says the Gemara, Since he had the ability, Shimon, the second Jew, had the ability to chop the Gerz Nechassim before Shabbos. You're right, he didn't. But he had the ability to. It's as if he did so before Shabbos. And makes it also tremendous Chiddush. You hear the Chiddush? You have a case. So I'm thinking to myself, because yesterday we had uh, one exception to the rule. Now we have more exceptions to the rule. You have a case where Shabbos comes in and the Jew could carry his chatzar, and all of a sudden somebody comes along and ruins it for him. How? We had, even if, if, a, if there was a window and then the window got closed, all these things. Here's a case where the guy could ruin it for him. Why? Because halachically he could have grabbed it before Friday, and he didn't, but he could have. Okay, next case. Correct. Very good. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. 100%. I thought about that also. Yeah. 100%. But for whatever reason, Ruben doesn't want to be moxic in it. You see, he didn't take it. it wasn't, he realizes it's like a south side Chicago property. They, they try to give it to you for free and you don't want it because the taxes are more of a liability than the actual thing. For whatever reason, Ruben was smart. He said, I don't want it. He could have done it on Friday. He could have done it on Shabbos. He doesn't want it. The truth is, if you think about it, I'm talking out loud here. The reason why Reuben didn't grab it on Shabbos is because they didn't want to be a Shegetz. How do you, you, you kind of a property on Shabbos? You have to start digging. You have to be Michal Shabbos. So Shimon was really Michal Shabbos in order to get it. Some Rishonim say maybe he told the guy to get it for him. Okay, but I hear what you're saying is a good aura. I mean, Mechatesi, he grabbed it. Maybe another Jew. Maybe he. Maybe, maybe Reuben himself. You're right. Maybe no one. Okay. We're still not at the kasha. We're talking about a kasha on Rav Nachman. Let's not forget. Rav Nachman said that a Yorish could be mevatel instead of his father, just like his father. Okay, we're getting there. If they did make an Eruv, the Ger and the Yisrael made an Eruv, and then it became dark, and then the Ger dies. Even if another Jew didn't chap it, he doesn't make it also. What do you mean? It's only if somebody else grabs it, it becomes Aser. Not Afal Pisha Loi Hirzik. Amr Papa, same story. You have to change it around a little bit. You can't change something to the reverse of what it says. You can add a little bit, explain a little bit, but you can't 180 it. It says he was Machzik, he wasn't Machzik, and Rav Papa changed it that he was Machzik. No, hachi kamar. It's like a chesuri mechser. It's missing a few words. It's not the reverse. It's missing. Even if somebody comes along and grabs it, even if somebody comes along and grabs it once it becomes dark, once it becomes Shabbos, since over here is the reverse for. Since he couldn't make a chazak on it before Shabbos, why couldn't he make a chazak on Shabbos? Because the ger was still alive. So there's no way for another Jew to come and grab it. Therefore, that's why his chazaka that he does on Shabbos is worthless. Because as Shabbos came in, there was an Erev on the property. The Jew had a beautiful Erev with the Ger. The Ger later on on Shabbos died. Too late. It's a good Erev. Somebody else comes along and hops the Ger's property. That's too late. That's a Shabbos that came in with a beautiful Erev. And here comes the question. The guy that grabs the property. What is he called? The guy that grabs the property. Shimon, what is he? 
He's a Yerush. He inherited the Ger. So according to Rav Nachman, somebody that inherits a Ger should be able to be mevatel the Rishus. Says the Gemara, Nevatel, why can't he be mevatel? Why are you telling me that if a Jew, another a second Jew, Shimon, grabs the property, he ruins it for the first Jew, Ruvain, they have an Eitzah. Let them be mevatel to each other. Ruvain give mevatel to Shimon, Shimon give mevatel to Ruvain. What's the problem? According to Rav Nachman, it's not a problem. Even if you acquire a, a, a real estate on Shabbos, you can be mevatel. Any Yerush, anybody that acquires something, even on Shabbos, you have the right to be mevatel. Says the Gemara, you're right, according to Rav Nachman, my oyster nami the Ketani, achi yevatel. Yeah, you're right. In Chonami, he could be mevatel. What we're saying is, that he, until that point of Bittel, the second guy, Shimon, makes it also for Ruvain to carry in the Chatzar. Okay, end the story. Who did these, this entire brass that we just discussed? Who does this go according to that a Yerush comes in? Somebody grabs onto the Ger's Nechassim. He ruins it for the original owner over there. Bishamayi. The Amri. Ain't bitl Rishus Bishabbos. Bishamay hold. I'm just waiting, Rabbi. I'm waiting patiently for the mini leopard to come here and disturb the whole share. Maybe knock down the camera or something. Who knows? It'll be, it'll be another Maisa to say over. All right. No, I asked, I asked some people to take care of him, but you never know. This guy, you never know. He knows how to open doors. He knows how to turn off lights. It's a problem. Bishamai hold, you cannot do bitl on Shabbos. This none. We just learned it. When could you give this Rishos? When can you not on Shabbos? So you ask me a kasha. Why doesn't he do bittel? Why is it the new Yerush, the new owner, the guy that was Michal Shabbos maybe? He started digging in the property of the Ger Shabbos because, listen, it's a Hefzid Merubah. He has all the tightness in the world. He brought a nice shovel. He started digging on Shabbos. That guy cannot be Mevatel's Rishus to Ruvain. Why? We need to understand Basil. How do Basil hold that I can give you my property on Shabbos? Isn't that making a Kenyan on Shabbos? What do we do with that? Says the Gemara, Nasa Koimer Klach There's a sugya that tells us about Metziah that if I, for instance, tell a shliach, go ahead and be mafresh trumas from maestros for me. Here, truma. We mentioned the word truma. We got to show truma. If I have produce, I have to take truma two percent, let's say, to the koyim. So let's say I send you to to take truma, or I don't send you. Whatever you want to call it. I, I believe the real case is that I sent you. But what happened was you decided to take really nice fruit. So how do I know if your truma is chal or not? Maybe I decided that you should take from the really not good fruit. So if I tell you, what's wrong with you? Why don't you go to even the nicer fruit? So now I know I'm not messing with you. Because I have, let's say, three categories. You took from the middle one. I say to you, why don't you take from the really nice ones? So I'm being serious. So you should have taken really nice ones, but you know what, you took from the middle ones, great. But what if I have only two types, and you took from the really good ones, and I tell you, why don't you take from the better ones? I'm being sarcastic. I'm messing with you, I, I don't want, so, so your truma's bottle. So over here also, when I say, I want to be mevatel, I'm telling you, hey, I really wanted to make an Erev on Friday. I just forgot. It, it's sort of like a Brera. We go retroactive and we say, this is what this guy wanted. 
By me saying, you, you can have my property, I'm telling, I'm telling you, what I really wanted to do is put a challah, instead of giving you my whole property, my whole house, I should have just put a challah. But you know what? Afashlafen, I forgot. That sounds very nice, but it doesn't work. You know why? What happens if a guy, somebody that's ruining it for us, he doesn't want to participate, he can't participate in the area, he doesn't want to rent, whatever, and he dies in Shabbos. We had Manda Amram that say, we could go ahead and be mevatel the rishos between us. We'll, we'll, we take his rishos, and I give it to you, you give it to me. But over here there's no klach, it's on Shabbos, it's because I, I forgot to do something on Friday. I didn't have an opportunity to do anything on Friday. He was, he was still alive on Friday. He only died right now. So how could I do bittel right now? my klach, it's Completely different Rabbi if I would ask you what does Bittu Rishus do, you probably would say like Bishamai, that I am giving you my house. So I'm making a Kenyan. I'm giving you something on Shabbos. I can't, you, you can't be kind of anything on Shabbos. Also, we still say no. We still say you're not kind of anything. All you're doing is, you're being mafkir. You're going away from your shus. Not that Shimon is acquiring a new property. It's just that Ruvain is walking away from his property. So there's no other shut affair. What's the whole problem? Why do you need an Eruv? Because there's two people involved there. Now there's only one person. There's one person that owns property, and there's a property that's not owned by anybody. It's Hefker. It's not that you are acquiring a new Rishos. And therefore, that could be done on Shabbos as well. All right, we have a brand new Mishnah, brand new Sugyo, brand new Sechta, the Kavad, Roish Chodesh, on Daf Ayin Aleph, 70 Daf and Tayyarevan. Noam, I hope you're working on that soon. We need some good ideas. How are we going to updo or one up Mesechta Shabbos? I don't know if it's possible. I'll have to come back. I'll have to come back for the CM. Uh, 30 days from now. Who knows? Who knows? This, this, is a, this is a crazy world out there. Mamish Meshuga. I told, I was, on a, I was on a Zoom session today with... What? We're putting a house up for rent here. This house is almost for sale here in Chicago. That one over there. Great. Okay. No, the, 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 they had a whole... Um, parent-teacher conference for the yeshiva, and, and the, 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 the yeshiva was saying, you know, it's so sad, it's so, like, we were looking forward to Nuzman, and the Bochum were going to steig. So when everything was over, I said, if anybody wants to hear what I have to say, because no, nobody really spoke, and I said, you know, we had the same thing. We said, what's going to be without the shir? We had 80 people, 100 people some days, and then comes Corona, and we're like, oh, the whole thing's going to go. And you know what? We made lemonade out of lemons, and we have thousands of people watching, and... It's even better, and who would know? Without Corona, who would know where we are today? And look at the Siyum. I told him about the Siyum. So we were going for 100 places. Who would ever believe 100? It might have been five, more than 500 places, not people, places. In, in uh, Belarus, 70 people. The oil of the Red, 15 people. I don't know what. And in Farakway, people were Siyumim and all this stuff. You never know. It might, it might even be better than having Yeshiva. Who knows? 
Bachar will learn how to self-discipline and this without mashgichim, without Rosh Hashivas. You never know. You never know. Zog de'elim Mishnah. We're talking about a Mavi now. So we're shifting slightly from a Chatzar to a Mavi. And you have a guy there that was a Shutaf. Now, what's going on is that they were partners in, let's say, wine before this whole Shutaf Mavi came along. Right? So you have houses that lead into a Chatzar and the Chatzerais, and the Chatzerais lead into a Mavi into an alley. So in order for you to carry from the chatzah to the alley, etc., you need a sheet of mavais. In order to carry from your house to the chatzah, you need an eruv. From to carry from chatzah to chatzah, you need an eruv. But to carry from the chatzah to the alley, you need a sheet of. Same idea, basically. We're going to see that you need both, you need one. But they partnered up, let's say, in a barrel of wine. Stop! They wanted to buy wine for the whole a communal wine. And then they said, hey, you know what? Let's take this wine, let's make it an eruv. Let's make it a sheet of. So you have three people. Reuven and Shimon, they made a sheet of with wine. Shimon and Levi made a sheet of with wine. And they all poured it into one kli, as the Gemara is going to say. They put it into one kli. So once you have a sheet of, says the Mishnah, you don't need to make another Erev. But what if there's two Eruvin going on, two sheet two from going on here? The middle guy made one sheet of with wine, and then one sheet of with oil, with the other guy. Reuven and Shimon with wine, Shimon and Levi with oil. They need an Eruv. It's not enough, the sheet of. Rav Shimon argues, I'm going to see in the Gemara what exactly he argues on, maybe it's another case completely. It's okay, even oil and oil, don't need another, uh, oil and wine, don't need another Erev. Now, we actually learned that you don't really need one Kli, so Rashi explains, if you start off an Erev, and everybody comes, it's a lot of people, a bungalow colony. Each guy comes with a bunch of wine, you know, everybody has wine, they start pouring, and all of a sudden it starts overflowing, so you take another vessel, that's 100% okay. But over here, since we started off as a business, as a, a stop, we bought wine together for the Suda, not for the Erev, not for the Shituf. Therefore, our Shituf must be in one Kli. Amarava says, Rav, it's Pashat. You see that from the Mishnah. The second case of the Mishnah, if one person brought oil, the other person bought wine, you, you need to make an additional Erev. Or Shapir, call it how you want it as an American, Shapir. If the Reish is talking about one Kli, the safe is talking about two Kalim. Now I understand the difference between wine and oil, because they're in two separate Kalim. Eli, But if the Reish is also talking about two types of wine, let's say two wines in two different Kalim, what is the difference if they're two different products? If they're the same product but not in the same Kli, who cares? Why is that any different than wine and oil? Obviously, the race is talking about one clique. 
and the safe is talking about but wine and wine I can mix them so even if I don't mix it I could mix it and therefore it's one product and even if it's in two kalim it still does the same job but since you cannot mix oil and wine, so if they're in two separate kalim, which they should be in two separate kalim, otherwise they'll have a mess, it doesn't work. That's not a good air. It's not a good sheet. So therefore you have to make another air. So the end of the Mishnah tells us that according to Rabbi Shimon, there's no difference between wine and wine and wine and oil. What's going on here? What? It makes no sense. If this guy brings wine and this guy brings oil, how can you combine it? Omar you're right. It's a completely different story. Something you would never dream about. It's not what it says in the Mishnah. There's something else. He's not talking about the race of the Mishnah. So we actually discussed a little bit of this. When I came to Chicago, like the first day in Chicago, this is from day kind of in the first. Here's a chotzer. Here's mavui mavui. We're talking about the chotzer. There's a guy that lives in the middle chotzer, and he's surrounded by mavois. Okay. Reb Shimon letamei the snan. Oh, Reb Shimon, you'll remember in a second what we're talking about here. Oh, Reb Shimon lemad dovet doimel l'sholish chotzeris. I'll remind you. Remember this case. We had three people. And one is in the middle, and he makes an error with this guy, and, th- and he makes an error with this guy, but these two guys do not make an error together. That's sugya. So, we have, Here, remember we had three chatseris, one, two, three, they're all open to each other, and they're all open downwards to the Rosh down here. This guy, the two outer guys, did not make an Erev with each other, and therefore they are usher to go through and through. But this guy in the center makes an Erev with both. The two outer ones made an Erev with the inner one, with the center one. The middle one is allowed with the outer ones, and the outer one is allowed with the middle one. But they cannot go with this white arrow down here. So, Mela, that's what's going on over here. So, Chachamim are going to come along and say, no. Since, since it's not made from the same product, it's not just wine and wine. One guy's with wine, one guy's with oil. So Mamela, I'm concerned, say Chacham, that you're going to go from one end, and by mistake, you're going to go to the middle, because you're allowed to go to the middle, and then from the middle, all of a sudden, you're going to find your way to the other end. So I'm going to say everybody's also to go everywhere. It became a big also. They made the Isser, they made a Xera. Nobody could carry anywhere, because you're not using the same product. If they would use the same product, wine and wine, then it would be okay. Only a bio, me dummy. Over there it says, Mefurish, that the outer guys are also with each other. Over here it doesn't say so. Over here it says a Lashen, meaning nobody has to. Even the outer guys don't have to make an Erev. No, we're talking the same cases we had before. It's 
not no one has to be married. This guy with this guy doesn't have to be married. This guy and this guy doesn't have to be married. But the outer guys definitely have to make Eruv. Boy side, today's Rosh Chodesh. Rosh Chodesh is a very special day. It's the changing of the guards. We are changing to a new sponsor today. The turning of the daf. So we still have to daven for Shidduch, for Mark Steinberg's son, and for Mr. Anonymous, Hatzloch in Yiddishkeit, for him, his whole family. Today, it's an old sponsor. Back to the old sponsor. Dr. Alan Listhaus, the tzaddik. In memory of my mother, Shendel Bat Aaron Hirsch, and Bracha. By her son, Dr. Alan Listhaus, who drove in, I think it was two hours, to Muncie. And had to drive back. Who knows when he got back there? One, two in the morning. Maybe even later. I don't remember when we finished over there. Zog de Gemara daf ein alef omer beis. Rav Yosef Omar. Rav Yosef says different shot. What is Rav Shimon coming to say in the Mishnah? Rav Shimon v'Rabbanon beblukto Rav Yochanan menuri v'Rabbanon kamefligi. We're talking about everybody put their eruv in one kli. They put the oil, they put the wine, all in one kli. One mavi, one kli. This is machlokes we already had in the beginning of sechta. Rav Yochanan menuri and Rabbanon. This is not. If you have oil, you're talking about truma now. Again, truma. No, we're not going to go to this list. But you have oil made out of this. Truma. And it's floating on top of the wine. You have a person that's Tommy who went to the mikvah, but's waiting for a hair of shemen until the nightfall. So he's a tful yoyim. The only thing he could be, make Tommy in his life is truma. If he touches chulin, it's not tamei. He's an in-between kind of, he's semi-tamei. He could only make truma tamei. He could passel, let's call it, he passels truma. So what if he touches the top oil, which is floating on top of wine, is, is it, do we consider it as if he touched the bottom wine? Loi pasal el bevad. Chachamim say, they're separate. Rabbi Yochanan Menuri Oimer Shneim Chiburim Zelizeh. Rabbi Yochanan Menuri say they're not separate; they're one and the same. Oh, so you already chapped the machlokes. Rabbi Yochanan Menuri says it's one and the same. So male, it's one eruv. The oil and the wine is one eruv. So Rabbanon, Rabbanon, Rabbanon say it's separate. So it's separate. And Memela cannot combine the eruv. The two separate eruvin. Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Yochanan Menuri, Rabbi Shimon holds that it's one eruv. Tanya. So we have a third cheetah. We have in the even oil and wine, you don't have to make another Erev, and we just explain another pshat, beautiful pshat, because it's one. Oil and, 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 and wine could be one, you touch the top, it's as if you touch the Liquids are liquids. And we had in the, in the Mishnah, it depends. The wine guy is good, but the oil and the wine is not good. Now we have no... Everybody holds, says, Even wine and wine. What's wrong with wine and wine? 100%. If every, there's an empty barrel, and everybody comes along and pours their wine into the barrel, 
So what am I pouring in when I pour in my wine into my barrel? Into the barrel, pouring my wine, my hundred percent wine into an empty barrel. And you pour your wine, which is owned by you one hundred percent. You pour it into the barrel. Yeah, we have to give a mazel tov to Yossi Rudensky, who's a film magachir at night. Who's part of the dafiyomi uh, at night. Now he's giving the shir at night. His daughter got engaged. It's a tremendous mazel tov to Yossi Rudensky. He's a tremendous chacham. He's a magachir in yeshiva, the mesifta. Unbelievable simcha. Kulei alma He's also known as one of the only normal guys in our show. When voted, that's maybe no one fixed. We try to get him on the list also. It's a, it's a Shiloh. But for whatever reason, Ruven Chait and Yossi Rudensky, they start out, no one fixes like the Mamala mocking for the normal guys. Okay, fine. Kuli Amaloi Pligi to have an Eruv. Ki Pligi, ki goin shalokhu chavish al yayim bishutfus. Oh. When we buy a barrel of wine together, then it's not mine and it's not yours. Each person owns 100%. It's shutfus. I own from every molecule of wine, from every ounce, I own part of it, you own part of it. So Mamela, for me to say that my Eruv is over here, this part of the wine, and your Eruv is this part of the wine, is very problematic. For that you have to come, come on to Yeshbreira. If I start off with my wine, I took it out of my refrigerator, it's mine. I just poured it into a barrel, and you poured your wine into a barrel, that's beautiful. That's how our Eruv works. But if we're buying the wine together, it's like doing Shkhaira, says Rashi, with money, you don't know which part of the money is whose. There's a hundred dollar bill. What's mine? What's yours? Let And therefore, you have to start all over again. You have to make a new arrow. It's not true. Even if we buy a barrel together, I could point out that this, these 10 ounces are mine and those 10 ounces are yours. Yes, You could retroactively configure the arrow. Here's a Shiloh. If I just do a Shituf, which is basically the same thing as an Eruv, can I get away with not performing an Eruv at all? I did a Shituf for the Mavoy. We all did a Shituf Mavoy so that we could carry the Chatzah to the Mavoy, but we forgot to do an Eruv. Is that enough for me to carry from my house into the Chatzah? There's another step. How do I get from my house to the chatzor? How do I go from a chatzor to another chatzor? To go from a chatzor to a mavoy, then I did a shituf. But anything related to the house and the chatzor, and the chatzor to the chatzor, I need an eruv. The mar sovar ain't soimchin. Welcome to the he says, no, no good. You have to start all over. Umar sovar soimchin. Rav Yosef, I'll prove it to you. That's the machlaikas here. Dom Rav Yudom Rav. Rav Yehuda says in the name of who? Rav. Halacha Kerib Meir. And we'll see in a second what he says, but basically Rav Meir says that Shituv is not good enough for an Erev. You have to do Shituv and an Erev. And then he comes along, V'omar Rav Broina, Omar, first Rav says, Halacha is like Rav Meir, that a Shituv is not instead of an Erev. You need both. Comes another Rav and says, Halacha Kerib Lezer ben Tadai. That the Erev is no good. you got to start over. My taima, l'chayra, la meshum dechataimu. says, remember, oh, it's one reason. That what? Shituf is not instead of an Erev. And that's the problem with, with Rebbe Lezim Tadai. That's what Rebbe Lezim Tadai said. You have to start all over. Why? Mechetaisa? Okay. 
אומר לה, ביו, ואיכת תאימה הוא, תרתי הלכסו, למה לי? So then let's, Rav say one halacha, to tell me them. The halacha is, that shituf doesn't work instead of eruv. Why do you have to say that halacha is like a mayor, that halacha is like a mayor, that it's the same idea you're telling me. According to you, it's one idea. So say the idea straight out, and that's it. You, you, each, each person has to perform an Eruv. In addition to the Eruv, you have to do a Shituf. If you do just a Shituf, it doesn't work. Tremendous idea here, says the Gemara. In Hilchas Eruvin. Wow. So, I would think, not I would think, the Allah is, that you're not allowed to use two chumras from one person. And Remeir says two chumras here. First of all, he says that a shituf doesn't work for an Eruv. You have to do both. But he says something else. He also says that you need to use bread. Wine is not good enough. So Rav wouldn't be able to use him. Because in Eruvin, Eruvin is everything is lakula. So to use one Red Mayor who says two chumras, he wouldn't be able to do it. So in Mela, he said that Allah is like Red Mayor in one thing. That Shituf is not enough. You have to do Shituf in Eruv. And he said that Allah is like Reb Tadai, that you, you can't use it. You need to use, when it comes to an Eruv, because Eruv is a house. I'm making my house one with your house. And for a house, you need bread. Maybe for a Shituf, wine is okay. Because that's a, that's a mavoi. But for houses, the urim, you need bread. You hear what's going on here? It's a I see Noam is not, 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 not very happy with this. It's like two chumras within the same halacha, within the same category, and you cannot do two chumras. Big ch- in Erevin, not in Shas. In Erevin. They don't seem to be related, that's why. Uh, I even stuck in that that's why you're bothered. But they're related. Because they're within... It's one halacha that Remeir argues in Chachamim. It's that one thing that he says. You cannot use bread and shituf doesn't work. It's like one line that he says. Here, let, let's see it. My Remeir or my Rabbanon, the Sanyo. Me'arvin b'chatzeroiz b'pas. When it comes to Eru v'chatzeroiz, you need bread. V'imratu l'arv b'yayin. Ein ma'arvin. Wine doesn't work. Mishtatvin b'movi b'yayin. When it comes to movi, you could use wine. Of course, you can use bread. You need to do both. You need to do an Eruv Chatzar and a Shituf Mavoy. Why? It's very interesting. You can get away with one. You can get away with a Shituf. You don't need an Eruv. The whole point is that the children to grow up in such a place, they'll never know there's a concept of Eruv. So I don't know if this answer is a question, but it's within the same, it's, it's in one line. It's within the same thing. So I cannot take the two chumras from this and go with it. Fine, that's it. All you need to do is either a shitov, and a shitov works for an Erev, and that's it. Reboise, I have a wonderful day. And now we'll do some Tehillim. Shekoyach.